Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome to the Garden Report. After the Celtics beat the Philadelphia 76ers 110-106, I am Jared Weiss. I am surrounded by Jimmy Toscano as if sound, he is Joel Embiid. You sound kind of sexy. I know you said you had a little voice thing going on, but yeah. I can't even tell. I mean, you can't really tell just because I'm eating the microphone as much as possible. Yeah, eating it like that. a Blue Apron meal. Don't forget Blue Apron. You get oh. three free meals and free shipping. Go to blueapron.com slash garden report. The show is brought to you by ZipRecruiter. If you want to hire somebody and you want to do it right so you don't make a mistake and hire somebody like this guy, mm-hmm. use ZipRecruiter. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash sports fans. Post to over 200 job sites. It is the easiest way to list a job and get some qualified candidates. If the last guy you hired ate like microphones and like office supplies try zip recruiter you probably find some better candidates someone better than me so okay joel Embiid, obviously the candidate for rookie of the year looks like okay. he's actually an all-star candidate the voting the votes are coming in this morning at shoot around he said that it was a great honor and he's excited That's and a then it was much. It's brought to his attention that that could mean he finally gets his girlfriend rumored to be rihanna because he did ask rihanna out on twitter tonight he had a performance okay. that would really impress riri <laughs> I mean, he... Bad Cal Riri would be sitting courtside. Yeah, that's right. He'd be impressed. He talked that talk tonight. He was huge in the first half. He was dominant in every phase of the game. And then the Celtics, they made that big run in the third quarter, that 17-4 run that was really led by Marcus Smart and Terry Rogier and Kelly Olenek and Avery Bradley. Second unit. That's The second unit was huge, really took Joel out of the game. They fig- him, uh, Amir Johnson and Kelly Olenek really figured out how to defend Joel in the post. Olenek with really good positional defense getting low lowering his center of gravity amir johnson had some like he was like tell he was like telepathic in his swipes tonight and then it came down to that fourth quarter and at the end of the fourth quarter Embiid comes back in the game with about four and a half minutes left he has five fouls and he absolutely just went ape blank because we he, don't curse on the show anymore did we ever curse on the show i am sure i let a few slip okay i just want to say Embiid threw down the hammer of thor in the fourth quarter there um one second he was at the Three-point line, and I'm I would say point one seconds later, he was throwing down a vicious dunk. Um, nobody could stop that. That was one of the more impressive moves I've seen all year, and one of the more impressive moves I've probably ever seen live. And I'm just talking like, this guy, he moves like he's six feet, but he throws it down like he's you know seven two from the free throw line or wherever the hell it may be. We'll beat that one out. Um, but he, he's just a guy that he's just one. I don't want to say one of a kind, but he's pretty much almost there no he, he is one of a kind and that's something that was echoed sure. by almost okay, everybody fine. that He's faced him tonight Avery Bradley was like 
giddy over him after the game. Yeah. Brad Stevens even got a little sarcastic after the game. That's how you know he really mm-hmm. likes Joel Embiid. I was standing on the court, kind of up, really just kind of right behind Joel Embiid, probably a little bit too close, watching him probably. and Ben Simmons work on their pick and pop game. And his his power is incredible. His movement is so graceful and agile. And he really is like 7'2. He might even be 7'3 at this point. I mean, he is. Mm-hmm absolutely massive and as someone who is who interacts with seven footers all the time in this profession Joel Embiid is like intimidatingly big. Like they step big. on you and stuff. Yes right. like they constantly step on me. Right. Embiid could and eat me. me for lunch. He could eat me like a microphone. It's ridiculous. He wouldn't but he could. Um, th- that being said you mentioned Simmons. You saw Embiid. Noel Okafor didn't play tonight. Do you trust the process? <laughs> it's, it's a little sketchy. We'll get into that in part two. Let's talk okay. more about this game first. But, yeah, the oh, uh, the process is not working for Okafor at all right now. Simmons coming along. This was actually Simmons' first trip on the road with the Sixers because he yeah. or, he, got, he broke his foot. So let's talk about the end of that game some more. The Celtics process. That's true. The Celtics process was huge. Let's go. We can fast forward. Uh, well, first off, they let's, had some really good defensive perfor- uh Let's plays. fast forward to the fourth. Yeah. So they had some great defensive plays towards the end there in the last couple minutes. Uh, Embiid had that dunk, but they again did a really good job of defending Embiid on the high block. But let's take it to what happened right over there where Amanda Flugrad, our friend, is standing over there. So you have Isaiah Thomas with with about 30 seconds left. (laughs) They run a pick and pop with him and Kelly Olenek. He goes left, and the yes. defense blitzes over there. They sent three guys over there, completely overloading the strong side. Olenek pops to the elbow. Isaiah swings it back to Olenek. Olenek takes one dry dribble on that drive, gets to the free throw line, and B closes in on him, and that leaves Horford wide open in the right corner. Horford hits his fourth three of the fourth yes. quarter. He had 14 points in the fourth quarter. Most importantly, that was a, a Celtics franchise record 19 three-pointer in that game. I feel like every couple games we're saying franchise record involving three-pointers. So with the last three games, here. they have broken the fran- well, tied or broken go. the franchise record. Yeah, so there's definitely a trend here. This isn't a... You know, somebody tweeted me, like, where's Jordan Mickey? I was like, uh, have you seen the way these guys are playing? Jordan Mickey's not seeing the court right now. They're trying to space it for. They're shooting threes. They're shooting 50% for most of this game from three. That dipped down. Obviously, that was going to dip down at some point. But the bottom line is, you live by the three, you'll die by the three. Tonight, they lived by it. And now Horford, I would say, I mean, this fourth quarter, like you said, he had four threes, four or five. I think he had 14 points in the fourth. So... That's a big game. It's a big boy game for Al. He's played about 25 games for the Celtics now, I believe. And he's starting to feel it, starting to gel with the team. Uh, you got to like what you see tonight. That being said, it was against the Sixers, and it shouldn't have ever come down to that. But he made the shots when he needed them. A big shot is a big shot. It doesn't matter who you're playing. Win's a win. Win's a win. All right, well, we won the part one. We're going to win it in part two as we talk about the process. We're going to talk about Joel Embiid some more and the different things that he can do on the floor. This is the Garden Report. We are brought to you by Zip Recruiter. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash sportsfans. And, of course, don't forget Blue Apron, BlueApron.com slash Garden Report. We'll be right back. Stay on this YouTube playlist for part two. My name is Jared Weiss, and I am here to talk about Zip Recruiter. It's the new year, which means a fresh start for your business, and a great year starts with making great hires. But posting your job at one place isn't enough to find quality candidates. If you want to find the perfect hire, you need to post your job on all of the top job sites, and now you can. With ZipRecruiter, you can jumpstart your hiring in 2017. You can post your job to 200-plus job sites, and that includes social media networks like Facebook and Twitter, 
all with a single click. You find candidates in any city or industry nationwide. You just post once and you watch your qualified candidates roll in to ZipRecruiter's easy user interface. There's no juggling emails or calls in your office. You just quickly screen candidates, you rate them, and you hire the right person fast. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by over 1 million businesses. And right now, my listeners can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash sportsfan. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash sportsfan, S-P-O-R-T-S-F-A-N. Get it right one more time. It's free at ZipRecruiter.com slash sportsfan. Welcome back to the Garden Report Part 2, powered by Blue Apron. And, of course, ZipRecruiter. <laughs> Don't forget, ZipRecruiter.com slash sportsfans. Yes. Post to over 200 job sites. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Joel and B, let's talk about them some more. The process, Do you think Joel and B needs to go on ZipRecruiter after this game? Just, a, just like the higher like, social media coordinators. Safe. I mean, that, guy, that guy's Twitter game is absolute fire. His actual game is absolute fire. He Can't backs wait it to up. see what he posted tonight. Although he doesn't usually post after a loss. But almost everything that he ever posts after a win is comedic gold. It's incredible. <laughs> it's incredible. And he's got jokes on the court. Yeah. Wanting to take Isaiah. That was great. He so he I can't remember it was a foul, right? When he when Isaiah Yeah, I believe so. That was yeah. in the second quarter, I believe. And Isaiah so Isaiah like kind of flies into the court side. His shoe pops off and then Joe's joking around with him. Isaiah's just holding his shoe in his hands as the lights go out in the garden at eleven o'clock. That's all right, we're gonna keep rolling here. The garden report after dark. And hey, it, it's goes. great. Joel Embiid is this unbelievably entertaining player because not only is he just so jovial, has this amazing personality, incredibly funny, his game is so fascinating he is do I was talking to a Sixers staffer before the game about how he is doing things that just haven't really been done before we haven't he's kind of right. taken like it's like he's taken Rashid Wallace's game to the next level it's oh, like Rashid Akeem Olajuwon playing Rashid Wallace's game where he he's With deadly from like everywhere on the court yeah like <laughs> it's ridiculous <laughs> he banked a three in this game and people are like, that's ridiculous. He didn't call bank. I was watching a pregame. He's, he banks threes that's during he, pregame. He's just messing part, around. It's part of a shooting routine because, really, for him, he's so powerful, it's kind of easier for him to bank it sometimes. I mean, the, the things that he does, it, because he's so powerful, everything is so easy for him. It allows him to do things that no one else can do just because they can't generate that kind of power and momentum. Right. That's what stood out to me on a couple of plays. I mean, we mentioned in the last video the dunk from the not from the three-point line but he's standing at three-point line two seconds later he's slamming it home and i know he had a dunk in the very first two points of the game i think i believe he just threw one down he makes it look so easy the way he just kind of glides through the court a big man shouldn't be able to move that way so i mean i'm praying for this guy's health i mean i'm praying for everyone's health i'm just a good guy i'm always praying for health but especially a guy like him where he's so so special and so like physically gifted where you just you never know it's like rob gronkowski almost where the guy is just so big and powerful and you just hope that he can keep it all together. Um, so to watch him tonight, I think he's he's worth the price of admission already. Wherever you go, I mean, the Sixers all of a sudden, they used to be a team that, you know, if they're coming in, that's that's a game. If you're a season ticket holder, you're giving that ticket away. I think you got to go to that game now. And, not, and, yeah, he's playing 28 minutes a game. He's got he's capped, so maybe you take a few trips to get a couple beers when he's not in the game. But once he's once they take it's the reins off. Th- it's a thrilling finish either yeah, once way. Yeah, once you take the, you know, the reins off and, and let him go, He's going to be one of the more, you know, excite, already is one of the more exciting players in the NBA. It's like Avery Bradley said, once he starts playing 40 minutes, 
everybody has to oh, look out. Right. We heard about Giannis earlier this year, right. hearing about Joel Embiid. Another and the, freak. The thing that was really fascinating tonight, so Embiid is good with the ball for a center, great with the ball, yeah. um, and he drives pretty well. I mean, you can see when he gets – it's like him, Towns, and Davis are like the three centers in the league right now that <sighs> if they get a lane or even just get like a closeout from the three-point line, those guys explode through the lane. They drive like they're small fours, and nobody – everyone just like ducks for cover at that point. I mean, those guys – contest that shot. Those are three of the, you know – Elite Towns and Embiid, talents, yeah, like yeah. they're the one of two of the youngest guys, and you throw in Davis. I mean, and they're three of the best players in the NBA. Then they're it's gonna that's where the NBA is big man. That's where that's trending. I mean, those guys they can just do so much with the ball. And they open things up so much. That's why you know some of the, you know the traditional big man like the Dwight Howards and those guys you see less and less of them. It's, it's very true, which is why Atlanta's probably going to gut house. We're, we're seeing, we'll see, Paul Millsap might not even be a hawk by the time we film our next show right. in less than 24 Al hours. probably happy that he stuck around, that, that, he, that, he, that he chose Probably made the right decision. Yeah. But just quickly on Embiid, something that was really interesting tonight that we alluded to in part one is the way that he's being used in post-up situations, which obviously we don't see Biggs post up nearly mm -hmm. as much anymore. But we saw him post up Kelly Olynyk, Al Horford, and Amir Johnson a lot tonight. Amir Johnson treated it a little bit differently where Amir would almost invite him into the lane because mm -hmm. Amir knows his moves. And while Joel's got some amazing moves, he only – you can read his moves somewhat. You can see what's mm -hmm. going to happen. And Amir kept stripping him every time he tried to bring the ball up to make to take like a jump hook. And it worked really That's well. He, had, he did it like three or four times. Yeah, their scouting was really good. Olenek did a good job of trying to pressure and be to be a little bit further mm -hmm. from the hoop, staying low on him, and he drew that crucial charge foul – on Embiid that got him his fifth foul. I mean, they figured out how to guard Embiid tonight. Obviously, he's a rookie. He's like right. 30 games That's into his career. Say. So, like, obviously, this isn't some sort of real criticism of Embiid, but it shows that Embiid can be game plans against, and teams can figure out how to stop him. But probably within a year. I mean, he's he already said he's grown so much since that first preseason game when he got double teamed by the Celtics for the very first time. Yeah. And he, like he, he said this morning, he's grown so much since then. It's been like two months three months or right. so i mean the more it's like anything else the more you do it the better you are at it he's watching film of himself just like opponents are watching film of him he's got coaches that are working with him he needs to get a good big man coach um and just work on his game work on his moves see the things like you that you mentioned how he's maybe showing the ball too much um and you know he's so his feet are so quick where if you get him in the post it's not just some you know slow post move that's not going to go anywhere i mean he's in a blink of an eye, he's going to be dunking, you know, behind you. You know what I mean? You don't even know it. So or over you. Or over you. Or, yeah, so it's just – it's good for Amir Johnson that he, you know, can take advantage of what he saw on film. But I, I can guarantee in a couple years from now – uh, it might look a, lo look a little differently. We can guarantee you we got more good videos on this YouTube playlist. We go into the locker room to hear from the players and the coaches, so stick around. Yep. We got Joel Embiid post game. We got Isaiah Thomas calling out the Red Sox. That's right. Yeah. And uh, showing love for the Seattle I'm not going to tell you why. You're going to have to watch it. So out keep why. watching and find out more. Uh, we will see you in 24 hours when the Celtics take on Anthony Davis and the Pelicans. What a treat of Another young, incredible, yeah. transcendent big men we have here this weekend. So for Jimmy Toscano, for Jeremy Clark behind the camera, I am Jared Weiss, and we'll see you in 24 hours. Of a tough offensive night, first three quarters, you guys weren't getting much going inside. What went into, you know, you kind of setting up shop on the outside, and then, you know, what was that fourth quarter like hitting those four threes? Um, you know, I just think I just had to do, uh, well, once I came back in the game, <clears throat> uh, I think I got a, a look early, and um, 
it felt really good and um, you know I was just kind of in a, in a zone there and um, guys just kept finding me and and I was just knocking them down. How do you go from I mean you were a guy who didn't there's probably a point in your career where if somebody told you you were going to hit four three-pointers in the fourth and a quarter of a basketball game you might have thought they were kind of crazy um, mm -hmm. you know how do you get to the point where you go from not shooting that many threes to you know having the confidence to fire them up one after the other when the game of the line yeah I mean I think it's two things one of them is um, you know I, I've uh, put in the work you know shooting those threes and getting comfortable with that shot but the other is really um, you know coach allowing me and giving me the confidence to you know go out there and do it and, uh, and coach Stevens has has done that and and um, you know I'm going out there and if I'm getting good looks, I'm taking them. The go-ahead three. I'm guessing from your vantage point, you could just see that whole thing unfolding. Well, Isaiah, yeah, just, just how we drew it up. Yeah. Just how we drew it up. Like exactly. I'm not even. You know, that's how Coach drew it up, and um, uh, he, um, you know, he knew they were gonna help, and and uh, Kelly just found me, and you know, I just had to knock the shot down. You had a couple, you know, tough fourth quarter moments earlier in the year. Did that make that, you know, hitting all these shots like that much sweeter tonight? Um, yeah, I mean, you know, it's a long season. You go through ups and downs, and uh, it's all a part of it. And uh, tonight, um, you know, we needed this win, you know, here at home against the team that, um, that, you know, that gave us a really hard time, and I'm just glad we were able to win. Al, Coach Stevens gets a lot of praise for his ATOs. In your experience, he said that's just how he drew it up, but... What makes him so good in those situations? Um, I mean, I feel like he's he's thinking, you know, two, three, two, three steps ahead of, of us, of all of us. You know, it's it's one of those things that he's he sees things on the floor that you know we're probably not even acknowledging, and and um, and he just tries to exploit weaknesses. Um, I, I remember last year going against them in the playoffs, like we always had a hard time because he just um, he knew how to pick at us and find ways to, to get good shots. When you talk about closing the game, I were used to Isaiah being the guy that kind of carries you guys in the fourth quarter, but tonight that was out. Talk about just having another guy who can kind of deliver the kind of stretch for you. Um, I think it makes it that much harder for teams to be able to guard us. So Al made some big shots tonight. He wasn't even thinking. He was just playing, um, you know, in the first half. He really didn't get going as much. and. Um, we knew it was our job to get him going in the second. And he took that challenge, and he was knocking down shots for us, making shots. And it seemed you got to go in right off the jump in the first and, and finish with the most points you had in this building this season. What's, what was the key for you to really be effective? Just defense. Um, I came into tonight's game. I wanted to play as hard as I can. I wanted to be that energy for our team. We didn't practice well yesterday, so I wanted to translate my practice from yesterday over to today's game and try to go out there and, and lift our energy so we can play hard. And, um, that was my focus, just trying to get soft in the defense. You guys made a run at the end of the third quarter with Isaiah and Al both on the bench. What changed the tide there for you guys? I think just moving the ball, making the right play for each other and able to get stops and get the rebound, pushing the ball. Mark, Marcus Smart was making some amazing defensive plays. Um, and, and he was find the guys on the other end and we were making shots. As a team that's been young and growing, what's it like having another veteran sitting out there and, you know, is, is up to the moment or something like that? It's, I think it's important for us um, in the future, you know, as in, in, the, in the playoffs, having someone that, you know, can keep their composure, 
when when they went up, you know, Al, I remember I heard him say that, you know, it's fine, guys. Um, you know, we're gonna make the make the the next play. We're gonna make the shot. And Isaiah came off and gave it to Kelly, and Kelly just made a, a smart play to Al in the corner, and he knocked down a shot. No hesitation either. You guys, you guys were swarming and beat on the defensive glass at the end there. I mean, what was so crucial about getting three or four guys there to surround him? He's a good player. He's really good. Um, we just knew that we needed to gain rebound. Brad, you called a timeout just before Horford's last uh, three-pointer. Put your head for good. Was that the play that you draw, drew up? So we, we wanted... Um, Kelly to slip a screen and Isaiah to either turn the corner or make the right read. And they both went with Isaiah. They blitzed Isaiah. So Isaiah made the right read and threw it to Kelly. And then we wanted Al in the corner because sometimes that's a unique position for a big man defending to be in. So, um, you know, um, and he's made shots. He spaced the floor. Him spacing the floor in the fourth quarter was huge for us. Jim, you called that early timeout in the second half, um, and the team made a run uh, in the second half. What, what message at halftime to? Uh, I mean, to be to be candid, we we didn't have a very good. I thought we were we kind of went through the motions in practice yesterday and, and and didn't play very well for a lot of the first half. I thought Philly had a lot to do with that. I thought they just kind of set the tone for how the game was going to be played. They were faster, quicker. They pushed us out. Um, they played tougher than we did, and, and that was until that run in the third quarter um, was when we kind of got back to what we need to be. Um, you know, and then it goes back and forth in the fourth, and it's anybody's ball game. But, you know, again, I think Philly had a lot more to do um, with our playing poorly, but I think we contributed to it. Um, Embiid, pretty good. Yeah, real uh, good. Um, important for Al to you said space the floor to be out there taking them just to have to yeah right I mean um, we've said it all year we're not very big so the skill elements very important for us and Amir hit two threes today Kelly spaced the floor for us um, Kelly made a great play on that pass to Al that was the right read it was the right thing to do in that moment and Al made the shot and you know that's what we you know it's what we have to be sometimes and and uh you know, especially against, you know, traditional bigs. Um, and, you know, he's got a great future ahead of him. How comforting is it to have a veteran like Al in those situations where, you know, it, the shot could or could, might or might not go in, but you know that he's he's up to the moment anyway? Yeah, it's, it's, it's great that you have a guy that's up to the moment that's been there, done that over and over and over. Um, and the encouraging part is, is that, is all the plays that some of the young guys made to help us get there. Like I thought the play by Kelly was a great play. Like Al didn't make that shot without a you know a great one dribble drive, draw the defense and kick it out. Um, I you know and Kelly doesn't get that opportunity if Isaiah's not blitzed. So it all works together, and you got to make the right reads and right plays, and those guys did in that moment. Brad, a lot of coaches talk about sometimes you get a lesson and you get lucky and get a lesson when you win a game as opposed to having to learn from losing. Is tonight maybe one of those games where you maybe learn a lesson about toughness, like you said the day before? And you get out no, I mean, I think win. you're going to have days like that throughout the course of the season. They can't become something that you um, that you have too often. Um, but, you know, 
everybody between October and April is going to have a bad day at work. So you just you try to do your best the next day. Um, you know, I don't put too much um, thought into that. I put it more thought into you should always be as focused as you can to bring value to your team to prepare to win. And then when you get between those lines, you have to be the harder playing team. And, and Philly was the harder playing team for the first 28 minutes of the game, you know, and and uh, they've played really well recently. And Brett does a great job. And it is what it is. You got to outplay somebody to beat them. Did, did Marcus help you guys take that take back that that hard playing? I mean, he had two two low steals where he just rips it away, and then even yeah. I mean, I I thought it. you know we I, I went with Marcus and Terry because I really trust their how much they compete. You know, they'll get after it. They may make a mistake or two here or there, but they're really going to get into the ball. They were, you know, Terry hadn't played in a few games, so he's excited to play. Obviously, other than the Miami game. And uh, so you knew he was going to get up and pressure and, and make it more difficult. And then Marcus was, you know, Marcus was his typical self on defense. He's, he's terrific. Coach, uh, can, can you point to what was the key to Al having such an effective fourth quarter? I mean, usually when fourth quarter rolls around, we all kind of look at Isaiah to carry a little But Al really stepped it up and made big well, plays for you. Yeah, I mean, they blitzed Isaiah. They were putting two to Isaiah a lot. So... Um, Isaiah's three came when he was off the ball uh, on an extra pass from Smart. And so, you know, you have to make the next right play. And oftentimes it's, you know, a big who's being guarded by the traditional five that will have that opportunity. How much confidence does he bring with this deep of Malik? Because he's had some rough moments where he's missed some shots. He only makes amazing situations. But tonight he delivered when he needed That guy's a four-time all-star. He's won a ton of games no matter where he's been. I mean, he's good. Not worried about him. Oh, yeah, he was unbelievable. Uh, it's all right. As long as we win, anybody can take that from me. But um, we needed those shots that he made. He, he took some big ones and made some big ones. And that, that says a lot about the player he is. And Coach drew up some, some great plays to get him open. And he knocked him down. How important is it to have notes like that from time to time where someone else is kind of carrying the load for you guys down the Oh, very important because um, we have confidence in each and every one of these guys. And um, on this team, it's any given night is somebody's night. And um, he did a great job. Avery did a great job. And also Amir. And, I mean, the list, the list goes down, it goes down the line on people who helped on this tough win. Did they pretty much blitz you all night? Yeah, they just kept two on me. I mean, they, they're, they're a pretty good defensive team. I mean, when it comes in, in the half court. Um, I just tried to make the the right play, and I turned the ball over a little bit too much. But I'm just glad we got the win. What do, what does Embiid add to that team? Uh, Can you sort of picture what he's going to be doing? He's he's talented. He's going to be special. Um, he's going to be special. I mean, he has the right attitude. You can tell he from afar. He, he's a workhorse. Um, he's unselfish. He's big. He's a big body. They could do it all. So. Once they get some some really good pieces around them, they're, they're going to turn around. That, that hard foul again. We started talking to you. Earlier he said he was going to guard me on the switch. And I just said nobody can stop me on the switch, especially not your big ass. So, <laughs> so, so and he started laughing. So I said, I, I see what you said earlier. And I got him on one. <laughs> just how tough is Marcus? Uh, one of the toughest guys I've ever been around. Um, 
usually tough guys are like the big, strong guys, and he's. If you want to win, you need somebody like that on your team. Uh, he's, he's the definition of what Celtic basketball is about. And even though maybe he's not scoring the most or getting the most assists, but he does so much for this team that uh, a regular guy watching the game wouldn't even know. What's it like running into him? I stay away from him. <laughs> he, he'll hurt you. He'll hurt you because he's so strong. He's rock solid. Um, I, I think that's why he's such a great defender. I mean, you can't screen him. He's running through everything. Isaiah, Brad said he kind of saw that start coming yeah. after practice yesterday. But what does it say about the team that, I mean, even on an off night, you guys were able to pull out this win? It says a lot, but we we didn't have a good practice yesterday. Um, the practice was just like what how we played throughout most of the game. And um, if we want to be the best team we possibly can, we can't have that. And, and we know that. And I'm just glad we, we, we snuck one out of here and we got a win. On that last possession, um, you know, Kelly drives it, dishes it out to you. Is that one of those things where do you know immediately with that blitz that somebody's got to be open? In terms yeah, of I knew they were. They wasn't gonna leave me, so um, my job was to, to to make a play, and I was gonna go on my own. But they kept two on me, and, and Kelly did the right thing of slipping out, and he made the, the the right extra pass, and that says a lot about this team. We, um, when when your name is called, guys are usually ready. Isaiah, what is it about the 76ers providing a challenge for you guys second time now uh, coming down to the wire? They just play hard. They play. They're one of the hardest playing teams. Um, that's why they, they surprise and beat people a lot because um, they, they play so hard. They were outplaying us for most of the game, and, and luckily we just we buckled down in the end and, and made some plays. Isaiah, rare home back-to-back. How yeah. strange is this? That is. I, I don't think I've ever had one. Maybe back in Sacramento, I might have, but it's strange, but I'm glad we got another one tomorrow. We can play, hopefully we can play a lot better. You've gotten some NBA All-Star votes from, I think, Allen Iverson, Nipsey Hussle, David Ortiz. Yeah. Is that something you just kind of expect now, or is that still kind of cool for you when, when things like that happen? And was, uh, that, was that you, Iverson, was texting? Yeah, yeah, he had hit me up last night, so he had called me talking about send me some pictures, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna post something, but I mean, it's unbelievable to have those those guys, those type of guys be able to support you and and, and really wanna see you succeed. So, I mean, when I think about it, it's, it doesn't seem real because those are all the guys that I kind of looked up to and, and, and watched on TV when I was young. For them to support me like that is big. So uh, I'm trying to do what I can and, and with those type of guys in my corner, it only helps. How about the, uh, the support back home with the Seattle Mariners tweeting something else? Yeah, we need the Red Sox to tweet something too. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I always go to Mariner games in the summer, so I support them, and they, they showed me love last night. Before the game tonight, the crowd seemed to really cheer yeah, for you. That was uh, pretty impressive. Coming off through a couple of days we had, but I'm very appreciative of everybody. Appreciate that. Um, tonight. You sort of anticipating what it was going to be like that? I didn't know what it was going to be like. I've never been through a situation like that. So yeah. I ain't anticipating nothing. I've been thinking about nothing. Uh, but I'm ready to put it behind us. Ready yeah. to go. Yeah. You didn't score tonight. Yeah, I know. What was, what was the situation with that? Uh, just, you weren't as aggressive as you were the other guy. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I look at the family and try to figure it out. I love them tomorrow. Auntie said you're probably going to need me tomorrow. So come for me. I'm not be big. I got it. I can't wait to see.
Sancho is back, so we got more depth. Uh, point on position, but Joel, how are you feeling physically with your illness here before? Um, uh, uh, it's funny because every time I get sick, that's when I kind of have a good game or I have a good, I, I have a good first half. So hopefully I get sick more often and just come back later. With you have stretches where you uh, got to guard Isaiah. I mean, what are the challenges that he presents? Uh, he just, he just, he, he just small and he knows how to use his body. Uh, thought I did a better job in the second half. In the first half, he got by and I was worried about uh, the guy I was guarding too. So, but I thought I did a better job yeah, in the second half. You played a little bit more with Nerlens today, just a tiny bit. What did you see? Anything progressing from the last time? Um, I can't really tell. Uh, he was only like two or three minutes. Joe, did you hear the trust the Foskett's chants? Oh yeah, they were, they were actually really loud and it's impressive. When, I mean, when Boston is supposed to be our rival and for the fans to come out and just chant, trust the process so loud is, is amazing. Do you feel that type of support when you, when you're starting to go around the league? Do you feel that type of support? People beginning to follow you guys and. and you, Oh yeah, I thought um, I think we're not the Sixers team we used to be. Um, we in every game we we still need to finish. We young, um, but you know, um, everybody. I feel like everybody has been kind of following us, and you know, I think once Ben comes back, though, it's gonna be even bigger. Um, but this is amazing. Like just going on the road and having the fans all over the place and supporting us is great. With Brooklyn in less than 48 hours, any indication on whether or not you'll play? Oh, I'm, I'm going to play.